All right, we're waiting on Congressman Hill. He'll be uh, calling us in just uh, a moment. I uh, I let Congressman Hill know that you're going to be here, Ken. Okay. So you won't freak him out when your voice suddenly appears uh, <laughs> on the show. Because I, I, I don't like to them to show up and then they start hearing different voices and they don't know there's other people in the studio but he's going to join us today and it's i'm really looking forward to talking to him uh because the congressman has spent a lot of time on the border Mm. and i mean he was happy with what trump was doing on the border yeah now biden has you know completely you know untied all of that from the border and now you got the problems that we got on the border so uh the the congressman is here congressman french hill joins us from washington dc did i hear you that you were getting on the non-stop flight to dallas texas to hang out with the teenagers there no sir i am absolutely uh, no way i am i am at your service in uh, a foggy cold washington dc can you imagine having three thousand male teen illegal immigrants at the dallas convention center we've been told in some states that you can't get 50 christians together and have service, but we can put 3,000 illegals in the Dallas Convention Center. And just might I point out how things went in the Superdome after Katrina. Yeah, I just, this kind of blows up the 10 people in the backyard for the 4th of July. I'm it does. Of, yeah. <laughs> it really, really, really does. It's a, it's amazing. Your thoughts. Well, this is a, it's a huge crisis. You know, the six years I've served in Congress and border security uh, immigration reform have been absolute priorities for you. We've talked about it over those six years. I've made six independent trips down to various uh, aspects of the border from the Rio Grande Valley out to Chula Vista at San Diego. And uh, there is no question on January 20th at noon, by the actions of the Biden administration, they've created another border crisis. After four years of trying to pick under current law, since we couldn't get consensus to change the law, President Trump used uh, his executive authority to use our existing laws and make the border security situation better. We got money for border security, which was a big fight, and we got reform uh, to uh, these immigration policies on the border. And Biden's just opened it up. We've closed our schools, but opened our border. I can't yeah. put it more succinctly. I, I liken all of the illegals wearing the shirts. Biden, let me in. <laughs> I mean, you know, what we never got an answer to in all my trips down there, Dave, back during the uh, caravans that Trump stopped and we were able to negotiate with Salvador Guatemala, Honduras, and Mexico on new border policies at their border, and this remain in Mexico policy has been a much more humane, careful, designed way for people trying to seek asylum, refugee status in the U.S., for example. Biden did away with that by executive order. And, you know, those caravans, where do they come from? Who backs them? How do they have all this information? How do they have Biden let us in t-shirts? And, We never got, during the four years of the Trump administration, any good uh, collaborated rationale for Mm -hmm. that. And so 
this idea that it spreads through the community, come on, because the border's open. You can get in and you'll be uh, catch and release, and you and your uh, folks will just be put out in the United States with no no recourse. And what concerns me, on top of everything else we've talked about for six years, is now uh, these these folks at the border are not being tested. That's right. Uh, they have no ID. That process continues where people throw away their passport, throw away their driver's licenses and other forms of identification before they get to the checkpoint. That's common. So we don't know who they are, and now we don't know um, if they're, if if they're, they're healthy. COVID. And we now have confirmation as of yesterday afternoon about 5 o'clock. Four people on the terror watch list have been apprehended on the southwest border in the last month. What can I say? I mean, we we've been fi- we had been fighting that war for a long, long time. We got a president in finally that wanted to try to secure the border as best as he could with the you know the fight that he had with the Democrats and did a good job. And now we're back, maybe behind square one again. Yeah, I think we are, and we set bad expectations. And you hurt families, you hurt young people' uh, expectations. You know, we don't. We had very modest DNA testing during the Trump years for trying to prove family units, because the cartels use kids as uh, and kid. When I say kids, I mean young people. These are many people posing as under eighteen years old who are eighteen or over mm-hmm. that are runners. They're uh used basically as pawns in the human trafficking issue. They come into the US, they pay about four thousand dollars each to come in and they carry or carry drugs across the desert with them. This is just very common. And so many of these young people are simply taken advantage of and they're not family units. And so all these problems are just now compounded after four years of trying to bring order to the border. Biden is bringing disorder to the border by executive order. Yeah, well, he is. And remember what he said. He said a president that uh, dictates by executive order is a dictator. Mm, Three fingers pointing back at you, sir. Yep. Yep, 40 times in the last two months. That's exactly, exactly right. And uh, so I know that you guys like to do things, but you really got your hands tied because you're in the minority. I'm hoping that will change in two years. Uh, What are some of the things that you will start pushing for or you may be pushing for them now, letting, letting the people know and educating the people about what needs to be done again? What are some major issues that you all want to address again. Well, on the subject of <clears throat> on the subject of immigration reform, I think uh, number 1 on my book is the legal definition of seeking asylum and the process for seeking asylum. And that creates a huge influx of the catch and release problem in our, our country. People come to the border, they don't have any identifying documents, they say they're from a country where they will be persecuted if they go back. Uh, and we fill out a form, and we release them into the United States for a court appearance. And as you know, and it's uh, it's a, almost a cliche now, the vast majority don't show up for that court appearance. And so then we have to spend a lot of resources looking for them in order to uh, compel them to show up for that court appearance or be deported. This is a major part of our interior enforcement uh, challenges. Um 
And then for these young people, we don't have the ability to properly care for these unaccompanied man- minors, which are now, uh, you know, have exploded since January 20th. There's a 163 increase in family unit encounters. I'm just looking at the statistics, and there's a 61% increase in the unaccompanied alien children. Mm-hmm. Literally, they're not with any kind of an adult. Yeah, and uh, they're they're sleeping on the floors uh, in what they used to call cages, but now they talk about how great the the uh, the facilities are along the border for the illegals that are trying to come in, and uh, it it just amazes me how the media changed their whole tenor about that. I mean, seriously, they they talk about those people are being t- taken care of, although there are some now that are starting to question uh, the, uh, uh, the the secretary, the news secretary up there, uh, about that stuff. Uh, I, I'll be interested to see if there's any pointed questions for the uh, president next week, since he, I'm hearing that he's going to go solo and, and do a press conference next week. Well, that'll be a top question. I mean, the Democrats are not happy about this. Let's talk about uh, the legal traffic in Laredo, Texas, or Del Rio, Texas. You know, hundreds of Mexican citizens come into the United States either to work uh, in Laredo or Del Rio during the day, or they want to go to Dillard's. Uh, They want to go shop in an American uh, shopping mall, buy whatever it is they're buying, and go back into Mexico. And likewise, you've got Uh, American citizens in those border cities that are vacationing or they want to go do their uh, dental work uh, in Mexico. So the Biden administration has shut down uh, those Mexican citizens coming to lunch in the United States to Dillard's and allowed all these illegal caravans to pass into the country. I mean, so the Democrats who live and represent along the border, they're not happy either with Joe Biden's executive orders. So I really think that this is the a fundamental crisis that's laid squarely at Joe Biden's desk. Uh, that was something that uh, we were controlling the border in a much more effective way. We were building border security wall. And you also have people complaining up and down the border because on January 21st, the day after the inauguration, all the work on the border contracts for new fencing, new wall, new surveillance towers, all that stopped. Mm-hmm. Biden stopped it. And so people just walked off and left their equipment, uh, gaps in the walls. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. It's just terrible, terrible uh, executive leadership by Joe Biden. Well, it doesn't make any sense to you, Congressman, or to me, but we're just not woke enough. I mean, that's, that, that's what it comes down to. We're just not woke enough. One, one question more before we go to break, and, and that yeah. is I'm hearing that the uh, president from Mexico isn't happy with this new uh, border uh stuff that's going on and that he has been telling the president that he's not happy. Uh, Is any more leaking out about that? I have not heard that. I will go to work as your loyal reporter here and uh, work on that story. Um, But I I can imagine it's not. This is such an emotional, tough topic. And when you change the rules that have been painstakingly put in place, don't forget these are bilateral negotiations. That's right. Mexico came to the table with the Trump administration for a more humane, more organized way to handle caravans. And in turn, the Trump administration helped Mexico uh, do better enforcement at their southern border. 
So all this works together, and so I can only imagine that here we go again, America's changing its policy again, and how frustrating that would be to the federal authorities in Mexico and Honduras and, and Guatemala and, and El Salvador. Yeah, and they're doing it all by executive order. How about that one? All yeah. right, let's see. There's no consultation on this. That's right. Let's let's do a break, and then we'll come back. Ken Yang's got a couple questions for you. I want to talk to you about taxes. They're bound to go up, and are we hearing anything from the Biden administration about uh, what he wants to do with taxation? We'll talk about that here next on the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget up about uh, our folks at PI Roofing. They're ready to help you when you're ready to be helped. All you have to do is to uh, give them a call, and, and they'll, they'll help you out with what it is you're looking for. It's piroofing.com. But if you're looking for health insurance, <clears throat> excuse me, let me tell you, you should talk to Pat Davis. Pat Davis can help you out in that field. It's a totally new way of dealing with uh, health insurance, and it will cost you less. You'll save 30 to 50% on health insurance, and it's actual insurance. This is not a share plan. It is actual insurance. And if you're self-employed, this is a perfect health plan for you. So if you're a self-employed person, uh, Pat Davis is your first stop when you want to talk about health insurance and let him help you out. Uh, know that the government is raising uh, the subsidies that they're paying to get you on their programs. But in a couple of years, here's what you can expect. The cost of the programs will go up the subsidies will go down and more money will be coming out of your pocket. You can choose any provider you want to in the nation under uh, uh, the way Pat Davis does this. And uh, you often get a check when you go to the doctor, urgent care, and even the hospital. There are no copays. Call Pat today. Let me give you the number. 501-605-6935. 501-605-6935, or go online to yourhealthplanman.com, yourhealthplanman.com, and uh, learn how this is not too good to be true. It's just right down the middle, a way for you to save money. Uh, Congressman, you got green on today? I do. I've got a green tie on, and uh, that's the luck of the Irish to you, my boy. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Ken Yang, got a couple questions about immigration for you. I'm going to turn it over to him for just a few moments. Go ahead, yeah, Ken. Uh, hey, Congressman. Um, I know uh, Dave mentioned that <clears throat> there's not too much I can do with the slim uh, m- um, minority that uh, or majorities that uh, the democrats have but uh, you know what is being done now and you know do you have a suggestion of what states can currently do to combat this because they're the ones that are going to be affected are the states can they can they actually do anything to try to combat all the illegals coming in well i think the states should join with uh, republicans in the house and senate in pointing out the failings of the policy and try to persuade the policy to be changed if uh, joe biden 
has done all this and created all these false expectations for people uh, south of the border uh, through executive order, then he can also turn around and repair those expectations by executive order. We have a broken immigration system in many, many ways legally, and we need to change it. But I don't see the consensus of that. In fact, the Democrats are bringing a path to citizenship bill uh, to the House floor this week uh, for the very, very large population and controversy about uh, uh, the Dreamers and how to handle uh, the DACA kids, for example. So in the midst of all this, they're still bringing bills to the floor that really don't offer any solution. Secondly, I think um, mayors and county judges and sheriffs along the border should talk about uh, the failures of the policy and uh, the lack of construction of the border wall that we've already all as taxpayers paid for. And we want to see that work completed. So those those would be things, I think, Ken, that we all do in our society, which is from the bottom up, asking our citizens to uh, petition their government and their elected officials, because uh, we're not going to get consensus on the kinds of improvements to our immigration laws that we, we need. But we can certainly complete the task of border security that we've already agreed to and already put up the money for. And we can certainly enforce the laws, which is the executive branch's job, as Congress intended. And this is what Joe Biden is not doing. Love it. I love it when it's when it's local and making our local Republicans actually stand up, stand up for something. <clears throat> well, I'll pivot a little bit uh, to H.R. 1 and just get your thoughts on it. You know, something that, you know, Democrats have always done redistricting. Now they want independent redistricting in these states. Uh, and enfranchising felons, letting felons vote, and and then doing their old you know mail in ballots that they like to do, so they can you know continue to uh, push push the uh, possible voter fraud. So I mean, I just wanted to see what your thoughts are on HR one and the you know what you think is going to happen with with that. HR one uh, is a bad bill. It passed the House. Uh, it is a bill that, if you like the voting irregularities and the madness of pandemic federal elections in 2020, then this is your bill because this bill institutionalizes many of those practices. Same day voter registration on election day, uh, felons can vote. Sixteen-year-olds can vote. Uh, ballot harvesting is permitted. This bill says that all state voter ID laws are illegal. You may not have a voter ID law. You may not have signature verification. So this is a bill that's filled with bad ideas. And on top of that, then this bill takes uh, corporate tax revenues and funds political contributions to it. So just when you thought, God, we don't need any more money in politics, this bill uh, authorizes federal tax revenues to pay for Senate and congressional campaigns. So Amazing. There's nothing in this bill that is good. You ask what's the what's the what happens next? Well, it's going to the Senate, and Chuck Schumer thinks it's a fantastic bill. So it's up to Republicans and conservatives in the Senate to stop this bad piece of legislation. All right. With that in mind, we've run out of time. I will hold until next week to talk to you about. As you keep, not as you, but as the Democrats keep spending like drunken sailors, somebody's got to pay for the alcohol. So uh, we're going to, uh, we can talk about, uh, you know, uh, 
taxation policies by the Biden administration and 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 what you all are hearing about that. Let's do that next time we'll we get it. together. Thank have you very much, thank Congressman. You, thank, thank you. Have a good one. All right. Happy Val- Valentine's Day. Happy St. Patrick's stuck Day. On that Valentine's I'm stuck Day. On, on Valentine's. I talk so much about Valentine's Day, trying to save guys from screwing it up bad as far as uh, <laughs> uh, that was uh, concerned. But anyway, uh, crazy, crazy stuff going on on the border. Again, if you didn't hear, 3,000 male teen illegal immigrants are being shipped. Well, they won't use ships. They'll probably fly them or bus them uh, to the Dallas Convention Center. And uh, your church may not be able to meet, but, boy, those illegals can. 